Hey, it's Tim here. Thanks so much for coming over to check out my new podcast, The Big Mouth. Before we get into today's episode, got a big favor to ask you. It's going to mean the world to me if you leave a star rating, you comment on the episode or share it with your friends. It'll help me out and help get The Big Mouth out there. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Checking out of reality. Why is it that we all seem to want to escape? In today's episode, I'm going to get real with you and share a time not so long ago that I almost gave up on life. It was a hard road to recovery, which brought me back to reality TV, but more importantly, finding joy in my real life again. If you feel like a misfit in a world full of pretenders, then I want to be your friend. Join me each week on the journey of not giving a fuck. So stop trying to fit in and stand out. You don't need to be perfect, you just need to get real. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Subscribe now for free to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So this morning I was in bed. I'd just woken up and um, as you do, go to grab my mobile phone to start scrolling and see what's happening in the world. Read the news, the headlines. I know... It's not the most positive way to start a new day, but today I just didn't have the motivation to do it any other way, and that's fine. So it was the usual doom and gloom headlines. We've got climate protesters shutting down the city. How inconvenient. And the weather reports, they're saying that our friend La Nina, the bitch, she's coming back. Record rains and floods. And I found myself thinking, am I more pissed off that it's probably going to be yet another summer ruined than I'm worried about climate catastrophe? Scroll on. Oh, a new pandemic. Monkeypox. Please, someone give me a banana. What else? Oh, the war in Ukraine. Is that still happening? I thought the fact that people were changing their profile pics back to selfies and not the Ukraine flag meant that it was old news. Scroll. Just scroll. Scroll on. Oh, yeah. Single-use plastics. They're going to ban them. Far out. I hate wooden cutlery. And don't get me started on paper straws either. They don't work, people. Scroll on. Oh, latest pick of the queen. She's not looking good. Just, it's like we're all just waiting for her to die. Keep scrolling. Just keep scrolling. Just keep. Stop. Something's not right here, people. Is it just me? I'm exhausted with reading these bad news headlines that I'm kind of checking out. 
that I'm, I'm desensitized to it, that it's easy to just scroll on, get it out of my mind, out of my world, than actually be present and, and realize what's going on out there. It's no wonder that we'd all rather tune out from the real world and just put on some mindless reality TV, hey? <laughs> it's kind of ironic that the thing that we use to escape reality, we call reality TV. From someone who's been there, done that, I can tell you, it isn't real, people. <laughs> but I think most of us are kind of waking up to the fact that reality TV isn't all what it seems. The real weird thing is that why we know that it's not real, we keep watching. I guess it's escapism. It's something to keep us entertained Tune out from real life for a moment. Distract us from our day-to-day. I guess it's that we long to connect and maybe feel something. It's entertainment. And just sort of feel anything other than what's going on in our actual lives or the horror that is the world at the moment. We all do it. Different ways to escape reality. Whether it's mindless scrolling to watching reality TV to things like using substances to check out from what's going on in our lives and our world. Why do we do it? Because life is hard. It can be boring sometimes. And other times it can be really scary and really, really painful. And that's where I want to get real with you right now. Ep one of the big mouth. People think that Tim is this loud-mouthed, larger-than-life character, a confident, no-fucks-given freak, so sure of myself that nothing could get to me, but that guy, that that's me trying to pretend that I've got it all together most of the time. And sometimes, I'm like you, I just want to check out. And not so long ago, I actually gave up. I actually was that, that done. I was finished. Let me set it up for you. It was about 18 months ago and I was coming out of the worst breakup of my life. The only breakup of my life. I, like All breakups are terrible, but I had nothing to compare it to. I'd never felt heartbreak before. Um, I thought this guy was the love of my life. I had changed my entire world. I, I came out for this relationship and we fallen into some pretty toxic ways of checking out of the world and it wasn't it wasn't happily ever after as I was trying to to make myself believe it it was so I spent seven years in a relationship um where I slowly compromised who I was what I stood for my morals and values um because I thought I was in love I had to get real. I had to get real with myself and say, this isn't what you want. You can do better than this. And and it was the most heartbreaking thing to to go to this person and and say, hey, can, can we fix this? And they didn't want to. It was easier for them to walk away. So overnight, I, I lost my best friend, my companion, my lover, the, the person that I'd done life with for seven years um, was just out of it and wanted nothing to do with me. In fact, was quite hostile towards me and I, I went 
silent and, and he was quite vocal and and was sharing stuff online about me was was telling friends things that weren't true family his family who was who had been my family disowned me it got so bad that one night he came to my house and smashed my car just I hadn't spoken to him in months. I have no idea what caused it. Um, The police called and there was a CCTV that that caught him doing it and and they arrested him. And and I had no say in it because the police said it's, it's a form of domestic violence and he was arrested and a domestic violence order put out to protect me. And his, his family was so mad and, and I, I had no say in any of it. I, it, it was just such a mess. I just didn't know how someone who I loved so much could so quickly turn to hate and, and want to hurt me. I've still to this day never heard from him or had any explanation about why it had to end like that. I had to move on without any closure and it took a very long time and pain and through that my dog had died and then my good friend Nikki Graham, if you know her from the Big Brother world, she's a legend and that all happened at once and I was really alone and my world had fallen apart and I remember calling my dad and saying, Dad, I can't do this anymore. I was so angry with the universe that everything had just come crashing down around me and I'd lost a heap of friends as well in it. Like, I think when you want to change your life, it's funny, the people that no longer benefiting from you fall away and, yeah, I just really would get up each day and not want to go on. I remember thinking like I was having a Karen tantrum and I was like, who is the manager of this universe? I want to speak to them. I have my receipts and I want to refund them this life. I, I just, I don't know how I got through it. I, I, I got professional help. I had to get therapy. So I spent months in therapy and little by little started just putting my life back together and getting real with what was happening meant changing a lot of habits. So cold turkey, quitting a lot of stuff that was not good in my life. And I'm not here to tell you that you can't have any crutches or vices or or things that you need to just take a break from the pain. But For me, I'd been taking a break from things for a few years, too long, and it had got to a place where I had to sacrifice a lot of things to find myself again. And, yeah, that's me. That's the real (laughs) what happened last year. And I guess I waited thinking that that my ex would reach out and want to chat to me, but... He never did. <laughs> never did. Never got closure. Sometimes you don't get closure. Sometimes 
you've just got to pick your socks up and keep going. The easy option would have been to just keep smoking weed, keep partying, drinking, keep chasing the highs, but I was in the low. I was in the lowest of lows and I had to make friends with it. (laughs) I had to kind of get real and go, okay, yep, this is my life. (laughs) Um, You're on your own now. And I fought to try and find joy again. And little by little, it came. I guess I have so much sympathy for anyone that, that goes through something like that because, yeah, it's not easy. One of the big changes in my life I had to make was removing substance use. I smoked weed a lot. Never done it before the relationship, but that was what we did. (laughs) We partied weekends, drank alcohol to excess, MDMA, party drugs. It's just, it was just this constant merry-go-round of like, Party on the weekends, come down for most of the week, hate my life, so depressed, and then looking forward to Friday where we can get back on the train and have some fun and forget that this isn't actually living. <laughs> Celebrating is great, you got to have time to party and have fun with your friends, but yeah, this merry-go-round should have stopped a long time ago. Everyone's on their own journey. I'm not going to tell you what you should do. But for me, I wanted to stop using things to try and get through. I just wanted to strip everything back to just, yeah, what was underneath. And and that's been the process that I've been on for the last year of my life. That's what I wanted to chat about. This this episode is is checking out of reality. Why is it that we all want to escape? And are the things that you're using to escape hurting you more than the thing that you're trying to escape from? Sometimes it's time to get real with ourselves and allow ourselves with love and kindness to to feel the pain and the hurt. That's how you heal. I think sometimes checking out prevents healing. So part of my recovery and, and getting real with my life was was not trying to escape, um, was to give space and time for the pain to, to be processed. And I'm still on that journey. But instead of checking out, I'm, I'm working on myself and, and I... I have spent a lot of time putting my life back together and and finding meaning again. Joy comes back. I have an amazing job in disability care and I've been studying mindfulness teaching. I can't wait to share some of that with you down the track. And they got a time where I, I was open to sharing my life with someone again and I put myself out there. So lucky, the first guy that rocked up, Adam, an angel, and he's got everything sorted out. He never touched drugs in his life. Here I come with all my baggage and stuff that I'm dealing with. And I said, look, I'm working things through and we're going to have to take this slow. But he, he was just so patient with me and loving and caring. It's just so amazing to be in a relationship that's healthy, that you've got someone that's wanting to work on themselves 
both people together wanting to do real life. And out of that came a phone call out of the blue. Hey, do you want to do Big Brother again? (laughs) And I would have said no. I would have said no from so many years beforehand. I actually did say no. Um, And then they told me that Reggie was doing it. And I said, okay, yep, good. I'm in. And I was scared. I was so scared because this person that I was 10 years ago when I did it was broken down and rebuilt into something else. And I just didn't know if I had the confidence to walk back into that house and play the game of reality TV. But I don't know. I thought I've had a pretty shit few years. I want to do something for myself, some fun, and I'll give it a go. And the minute I walked in there, I just, it was like coming home and I loved it. And it was fun checking out from reality and playing a game. And that's what it was. Big Brother is a game. Um, Yeah, there's real people, real emotions and stuff. But it was a bit of fun and I, I, I really fell in love with entertaining again and sharing myself with the audience. And so that's what's led me back here to podcasting. To the Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. I want to share my life now. Unedited. The real stuff. Not reality TV. Not the game. Some of the lessons that I've been through. The ups and the downs. And it's it's been years in the making for me to be able to tell my story. To share my life like this. Put it off because I was afraid. But I guess being real means taking off your masks making sense of your vulnerabilities and being okay with them. And that's actually quite a powerful place to be in because nothing can then hurt you. Nothing can expose you. And, and that's where I am now in life. I'm ready to share that. And my aim with this podcast is to try and be as real as possible. It's like a diary, I guess, of what's going on. I've already had a chat with my boyfriend. He's a bit worried. But I said, babe, like the whole idea is that I, I'm... I'm chatting with friends who are along the journey with me and I'm not always going to get it right. Sometimes I'm going to say stuff that you're not going to like. Sometimes I'm going to say stuff that's, that's an opinion that people don't want to hear, but I reckon the world needs to have these conversations. We can't just have this idea that we just cancel people out of our lives because they're too hard or, or or they have opinions that we don't agree with. There has to be some kind of forum where we can discuss things and coexist with our differences. You don't have to agree, but it's it's going to help us all if we understand each other a little bit better. It is not easy getting real with yourself. It is a really scary process that can uncover some pain. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on things that you've been avoiding a bit of a reality check for yourself it's easier to just keep pretending or to avoid but that wouldn't be living I want to know myself I want to love myself and I want to be unafraid to share it with the world
Feel free to join me. Let's get real, people. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode and leave a comment. Give me a star rating. It all helps get The Big Mouth out there. You can follow me on socials at Tim Dormer and join The Big Mouth conversation. Hashtag The Big Mouth.